to God. So today is Sunday, the 19th of December, 2021, the year of our Lord. This is the Torah Church Garden. We are all welcome to the presence of God. Amen. Okay. Last time we spoke, we had a message about availability versus accessibility. I don't know how many of us have listened to that message again. Because I, for one, have listened to that message like six, six times over and over and over again. Amen. I'm not sure there's anybody. The message is on, on our podcast. Amen. That's a powerful message. And it's in line to what I want to say today. Amen. One thing is very certain. God makes things available for us. He gives us an avenue for us to have access, access to those things. Amen. But there's one thing also that has a, a, a critical role to play in us having access to the things that God has made available. And what is that? Who can, who can, who can guess? It's one word. One word that defines Christianity in its core. No. No. Patience. There's no true believer who is not patient. First of all, <laughs> when we are waiting on Christ, what are we doing? We are hoping for the coming of our Lord Jesus, right? If we are hoping for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, it means we are patiently waiting for his coming. Amen. First of all, let me give a definition of what the word patience is. Patience is defined as a good natured tolerance of delay. <laughs> a good natured tolerance of delay while refraining from acting on your own volition volition means your own will while waiting on God so patience is a good nature tolerance of delay I'm waiting for something I'm patient it's good natured I'm not in a rush I'm not in a hurry it's a good nature tolerance of delay. Why refraining from acting on your own will? And in this, you're waiting on God's time. Now, the dictionary definition ended with patience is good nature tolerance of delay. I came as a believer and I put why refraining from acting on your own will while you're waiting on God's time. Hallelujah. There's no way you can talk about faith without talking about hope and there's no way you can talk about hope without bringing in patience faith says now hope says future and you cannot be hoping about something without being patiently waiting for it amen, amen. hallelujah let's go to Romans chapter 15 verse 4 Romans chapter 15 verse four and five amen like i said patience is one thing that holds our christianity together patience is one thing that keeps us believing in the promises of god patience is one thing that gives us hope <laughs> patience is one thing that is necessary for us to access the promises of god romans chapter 15 verse 4 my version says for whatsoever things were written before time 
were written for our learning. Amen. What's already from the good news? Whatsoever things were written before time were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. So everything that you have in the Bible, all the promises of God, it takes patience. Or it comes through patience and comfort. Or the scriptures were written for us to have patience and comfort. It's better to put it that way. Amen. Once that's why I keep saying that when you keep studying the word of God, you see for yourself the things that God has written for you on your behalf. The word of God is a mirror. It's a reflection. Once you see it, it reflects to you who you actually are, who you actually is. The scriptures were written for our comfort that we may have hope. Hallelujah. Verse 5 says, Now the God of patience and consolation grant, to, grant you to be like-minded one towards another according to Christ Jesus. Now, it means our God is a God of patience. When you talk about the mercies of God, you are talking about the patience of God. Amen. The forbearance of God, the long suffering of God. The Bible says, God whose mercies endures forever. It means the God who is patient. So, how can you be born of the same God that you are not born of patience? The Bible says, God is a God of patience. Not just patience and consolation. Consolation is what? Comfort. That's what verse 4 said, right? It says that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. So if you don't go through the scripture, you will not have hope. Because you will not see the things that God has for you. You will not see the answers to the challenges that you have. Because the word of God is the answer to the problems of humanity. But yet, we are seeking for, for answers in the wrong places. We are trying to use our understanding, which is limited in its nature, to have answers of things that have a spiritual backing or spiritual connotation or spiritual root. Amen. Let's read from good news and have a better understanding to some of us. Romans 15 verse 4 and 5. Everything written in the scriptures was written to teach us in order that we might have hope through the patience and encouragement which the scripture gives us. And may, and may God the source of patience and encouragement enable you to have the same point of view among yourselves by following the example of Christ Jesus. Read the, 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 the first part of Romans 15 verse 5. And may God the source of patience. May God the source of patience. So as a child of God, as a believer, where should you draw your patience from? God. Remember, we keep saying that our God is called, we, we refer to him as Abba, Father. And what's the meaning of Abba? Source. So once you have your, this mindset that Abba means source, your father is the source. At the end of the day, everything you need, faith is from him. Faith, where do we get derived faith from? The word of God. The word of God is from him. The word of God is him. Amen. So the Bible says uh, he is the source of faith. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And what did I say about the definition of patience? It's good natured tolerance of delay. So I wish to have this thing. Patience tells me or teaches me 
Wait. I want to achieve this thing as fast as possible. Patient says, wait. Nobody, you say, oh, Mr. Fochi just gets up one morning. Deacon. Fochi gets up one morning. I want to build a three-story skyscraper. <laughs> or a three-story building. Why? He thinks he has two million in his account. So to him, he's loaded to build a three-story building. Ambition will make him to want to do, engage in the, in, the, in the project. But the Bible says nobody builds a house without sitting down to calculate their cost. What does that, does that tell us? Patience. You sit down. You're patient. You analyze things before you engage. Many of us believers that we engage in warfare without sitting down to calculate the process, the cost, what it takes, the sacrifice it takes to engage. We just get up and we rush. You are going for a spiritual battle, you just get up your money. <laughs> I know who I am. And you just rush and engage inside. No. Patience teaches you to wait upon the Lord. Amen. Amen. Knowledge is teaches you to be teaches you to be patient. Why? Because God is our God of or is the source of patience. So if He is the source of patience, why are you why are you rushing? Why are you in a haste? Every true servant of God, whether you are a pastor or you are a believer or you are just a member in the church, every true servant of God is known or can be known by their level of patience. If you're, those who rush and who are in, in a haste are immature. It's the same thing with battle. Every good general sits down, understands the approach of the enemy, understands the tactics of the enemy, sits down and put a countermeasure to the tactics of the enemy. That's the only thing that can guarantee victory. And what takes preparation to that level is what? Patience. Calculated attempt. You see that you calculate everything, the pros and the cons. I know in battle, in as much as you win, there's something you lose. <laughs> Sometimes we lose time because we're preparing for it. But to a believer, you don't see it as loss. While Paul says the things which I lost are counted as game. Amen. Every true child of God is known or can be known by their level of patience. Corinthians chapter, 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 4. Every true servant of God, every true child of God, every true believer is known or can be known by their level of patience. How much you can wait on God. How much you can sit. And in as much as you need something so badly, yet you discipline yourself to be patient. King James Version says, But in all things, approving ourselves as the ministers of God, in much patience. In afflictions, in necessities, in distress, or in distresses. Our focus is in much patience. In all things, approving ourselves 
as the children of God. In much patience. Please read from Good News. Instead, in everything we do, we show that we are God's servants by patiently enduring troubles, hardships, and difficulties. By patiently enduring. The Bible says, <laughs> every good soldier does not entangle himself or herself with the affairs of this world. But they endure hardness as good soldiers of the Lord. You cannot talk about endurance without talking about patience. These are just synonyms to the word itself. Hallelujah. In James chapter 1 verse 4, the Bible says, But let patience have her perfect work. Let patience have her perfect work. That you may be perfect and entire, that's complete, wanting nothing. Patience grants us access. Patience gives, delivers to us the things that have been made available for us. Patience perfects the work of God in our lives. Remember, patience perfects the work of God in our lives. There's no way you want to have pure gold and you don't have patience. <laughs> To process it you don't have patience to purify it the bible says pure gold is tried and tested how many times seven times it goes through the furnace seven times for every impurity to be taken out every child of god goes through the process of patience because that's the process that god takes to perfect his work in you while you're patient god is dealing with the things that are holding you holding you bound god is trying to remove every weight the bible says we should lay aside every weight that so easily beset us that holds us back during the process of patience god is removing those things you're learning by obedience the things you suffer you're learning the things the, the, the promise of god by being patient patience there's what we call patience waiting amen it's a process where you yourself you're dealing with the, with your weaknesses you're dealing with your your fears you're dealing with your complexes and in that process, you're learning your authority that you have as a believer. You're learning your place as a child of God, your rights and your privileges in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Every true child of God, every true servant is known by their level of patience. Bible says, but patience, let patience have her perfect work that we may be perfect and complete, wanting nothing. So patience grants us access to the things that God has made available. If you're wanting nothing, it means you've been able to sit and receive all of them. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Patience perfects the work of God in our life. Patience gives us room to stay humble. Glory to God. Patience gives us room to stay humble. Once you're humble, you're patient. Genuine humility comes from a place of patience the bible says humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of god that he may exalt you in due time patience is followed by exhortation or lifting because when you're patiently waiting god is increasingly wanting to give you while you're waiting on god he's eager to give you but it's like okay let me see let me taste test the faith of my child example is Job. He was patient. The Bible talks about the patience of Job. He lost everything. 
and society came around him by friends, by family. <laughs> Why are you suffering? Why do you allow yourself to be suffering like this? Curse God and die. Answer. You own too much. All the blessings that you have, all God just took it away like this. What did he say? He said, I'd rather be patient. No matter what happens, let me be patient. And the Bible says, he was the patience of Job. Imagine he was referred to as patient Job. And what happened is that in his patience, God tried and tested his faith. And not just his faith, patience. Because you cannot talk about faith without patience. I mean, what's the definition of faith? Hebrews 11 verse 1. Therefore, faith is the substance of things, hope for evidence of things not seen. You cannot talk about faith without talking about hope. You cannot talk about hope without talking about patience. Because if you're hoping for something, you have to patiently wait for it. If you're hoping for something, if you have faith about something, you have to hope for it. And if you're hoping for it, you have to patiently wait for it. Glory to God. Patience gives us room to be humble. Patience is followed by exaltation or lifting. We're going to see it. James chapter 4 verse 6. The Bible says, but he gives more grace. God gives more grace to who? To those who are humble. He says, wherefore he said, God resists the proud. The proud are people who are impatient. They want to have it at their own timing. They want to have it at their own set time. Not the set time that God says, yeah, the set time to favor Zion has come. Proud people are impatient people. They want to do it by their own will. By their own ability. But he gives more grace. Wherefore, God, he said, God resists the proud, but he gives grace unto their home. What's grace? Favor. Remember what has been our prayer this, this particular December. God should favor, visit and favor our families. Those who are proud and often impatient, they want to do it their way. But we as believers, we have learned to be patient and let God do it his way. Because our way may be good, but his way is always best. Glory to God. James chapter 4 verse 10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. These are scriptures that's backing up what I said about patience is followed by exhortation or lifting. So James 4 verse 10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of God. So it takes effort to remain humble. <laughs> Amen. Humility does not come from the atmosphere. You are not born with it. Humility is, a, is something, it's a willful action. I choose to be humble. It's a decision, it's a choice. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5. I read from the, the, B, the section B it says, Be clothed with humility. So you should wear humility as a cloth. For God resists the proud. And gives grace to the humble. Verse 5 to 6 says, Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. If God is exalting you in due time, it means you're patient for his due time. Our major title of this word, patience. If you're humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God, it means you're patiently waiting for God's time. And the Bible says he will exalt you. He will lift you up in due time. Glory to God. Hope is patient. Patient 
patience is hope. In First Thessalonians chapter one verse three, I'll read from Good News, from from King James. The deacon will read from Good News. My version says, "Remembering without ceasing." First Thessalonians chapter chapter one verse three, remembering without ceasing your work of faith. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love. So there is a work of faith. <laughs> Paul said, show me your works without faith. Or show me your faith without works. And I'll show you my works by faith. Show me your faith without works. I'll show you my works with faith. Work of faith. So you have to work faith. Why? If you look at the definition of faith, what does it say? Faith is a substance. Substance is something that is tangible. So you work it. If you have faith that your 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 crop will do well if you plant your corn, what is the what is the substance that what is the work that you need to do? Plant. So you don't see that say I have faith that my my farm will generate me two bags of corn of maize this uh, picking season. Will they come plant, plant itself? So what is the work of faith? I go and sow. And as I'm sowing, I'm believing. Faith is a substance, the sowing. Substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. It says, and labor of love. To love somebody, you, 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 labor for, you labor to love her. Eh? You make effort to love her. I say labor means make effort. Right? Love is easy, but it's also difficult. Why is it difficult? Because hate and love, they, they, are, they, they are divided by a very fine line. It's easy for you to just switch and say hate somebody whom you loved. Why? Because it all comes, it's, 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 it's a hormone that you just need to switch off or switch on. I hate the man You ask, but why do you hate the person? I don't know. I just hate him. I don't know why I hate him or her. I just, I just hate the person. Then yes, sometimes we back it up by saying, my blood not the worker with it. Oh. <laughs> were your, were you, were, were, were both of the two were you linked in the same hemodialysis machine where your blood were mixed together? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> my blood not the worker. When I see my blood, the kick. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. I may have disagreement with you. Doesn't mean I should hate you. Amen. Mm-hmm. We should try as much as possible not to hate anybody. We are born of grace, grace in love, right? As TCG members. So if our God is the God of love, where is hate then? I love one thing that Pastor Chris said. He said, I don't love, hate anybody. Even the devil, I don't hate him. It's just that he's unlovable. <laughs> Why was he saying? He was talking from a place of a man who is filled with love. There's no room for hate. So he's saying that I am so full of the love of God that hate doesn't have a place in me. So even the devil, I cannot hate. It's just that I cannot love him because it's unlovable. But still, I don't hate him. <laughs> Glory to God. The Bible says, labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. In the sight of God and our Father, 
And, I, and I've said this relates to Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So there's patience of hope. You cannot be hopeful without being patient. Amen. There's no way you can have faith. I just said it before. There's no way you can have faith and not be hopeful. And there's no way you can talk about hope without patience. We are living in an impatient generation. I said it from the beginning. Where everybody wants to wants things to happen sharp, sharp, momentarily, in a, with a snap of a finger. I just want to have it. It's like magic show. Yep, it happens. <laughs> As I say it, close my eyes. Lord, if this is your voice, let me see in front of me now. They call it train, train fleas. You're giving God conditions. Lord, if it is you, let me come in the morning. Let this cloth be, let it be wet water. You come this wet. Say, God, okay. If it's true, 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 truly you, Lord, I'll still keep the key with the water. Let me come in the morning. The water has dried. This is God. Someone in the Bible did that. Call it train fleas. And you close your eyes. Say, God, I feel you. I feel your presence. Because why your window is open, breeze blow and touched you. I feel your presence. You don't need to feel the presence of God. You need to know the presence of God. The presence of God is not a feeling. It's not an emotion. It's, a, it's by faith. Amen. Sometimes we might have the tangible presence of God where you can feel it by emotions, right? But we should not depend and dwell hoping to always feel God's presence by our emotions. Why? Because emotions fail. There is mood swing. It comes and goes. Amen. <laughs> That's why I keep telling, I keep saying that when you, when you invite somebody to, to church, don't say, come and let's experience the presence of God in our church. Because if you're telling the person, you're inviting the person solely on the purpose of the person coming to experience the presence of God, it means you're telling the person to come have emotional experience. Or it becomes more an issue of entertainment. But when they tell you, come and let's have a relationship, come to service, let's worship our Father. What am I telling you? Come, let's have a relationship with our Father. Because I can come, because I'm coming to experience something, it might not go to according to taste. Because why? The genre of music, the rhythm of the music does not match with me. I love boom, boom, boom in, my, in, in my worship with God. That came out people are just doing singing hymns. I know hymns doesn't go with, with, with instruments mostly. It's just voice, right? And there's people that are not moved by that. If the if the beating does not move them from their it doesn't a, a beat from their heart to that to the under the sole of their feet. When you stand on the ground right, and you're feeling the, the bass from the from the from the drums hit you from below, you are not in church. How was church the master? Oh, the, the dancing was too much. Why you came to experience? What did the pastor say? No, the pastor preached. That man can that man can preach. He can he that man can preach for two hours. Today, today was fire. What did the pastor teach? Nothing. Why? You came to experience, not to have a relationship. Hallelujah. Now we have seen that our God is a God of patience, right? Many of us do no longer wait on the Lord. Why? Well, I'm talking about an impatient generation. God, well, God, will you give me if I save you? God says, yes, I give, I give, I give, I give freely. You come. God give me now. I've come. One, one month passed. Ah, but when I was, when you invited me to church, you told me that things will happen. God will just answer me. Why? 
God, give me one month, two months, three months, four months, five months. One year, you have tried. If I ask by the devil, he will give me instantly. If I ask God, it takes time. A friend told me one time, if I ask the devil, he gives me lala instantly. But when I ask God, it can take time. But the Bible says, durable riches. What the devil gives you is perishable riches. What God gives you is what? Durable riches. Once you're impatient, you have perishable things. If you're patient, you have durable things. Sometimes there's this addition that we keep saying, the patient dog is the fattest bone. With me, the impatient dog, dog, they don't eat the fattest bone. What do they eat? They eat all the meat from the bone. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why impatient eat all the meat. Then they leave the fattest bone to the dog. But that it doesn't talk about the bone as literally, right? It's talking about having the biggest of blessings. So once you're patient with God, He gives you the best of things. I don't need to say my story again, right? We all know. That is patience. What patience can do, impatience cannot do. Isaiah 40 verse 31, this is a scripture that I love to the core. Isaiah 40 verse 31. It says, but they that wait. These that wait are who? Are those who are patient. But they that wait upon the Lord. They that wait. If you don't wait, you don't get But they that wait patiently on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Remember the Bible says if, you, if your faith fails in the day of adversity, your faith is small. If you faint in the day of adversity, your faith is small. And if your faith is small, it means your patience is weak. It's not to be found. You're impatient. And your hope is also not there. Amen. Patience gives us time to gather strength and momentum. Remember I gave the, 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 the example of a, of, a, of a good general, right? Patience gives us time to gather strength and gain momentum while waiting for God's release. Patience is the fuel to this work we have with our Father. It is what takes us further. Patience is a long hauler. Long hauler means something that can travel the long distance. It can travel the test of time. You cannot, you cannot compare a vehicle that has 20 liter capacity of fuel or fuel and another car, which is these this, this long distance uh, 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 trucks that have 200 liter capacity of fuel. Who will reach first, furthest? The long hauler, the truck. Your small car may run faster. But run out of fuel. But the long, the big truck doesn't need to run fast. It is patiently taking its time. Before it switches from one gear to another, it takes time. Why? Patience. So many people are impatient and they are running with little fuel. Why? Because you think that you can run 100 kilometers per hour. And people will look at you like this person is succeeding. But if you who know who your God is, you're patient, waiting upon the Lord. You're gathering momentum. You're gaining strength. 
you're adding fuel to your bank. And by the time they have run that fast and they end by just the next quarter, it took them how many months? Six months they have arrived. You, six months, you're still getting there. Why? They took six months to arrive at their destiny. You're taking 10 years to get yours. Along the way, you are gaining all their six, six months <laughs> and adding it to yours. By the time they sit and think that they have succeeded, all the time they realize that they are still at the bottom. Amen. Amen. Like two people building a house. One person is building on sandy soil. He doesn't take a foundation, right? What happens is that he will be fast. He's just putting the blocks and going up. And his BDR is good. Why? He didn't spend for the foundation. So he, he has enough capital to raise it up. But if you started by doing what? Spending your, your, your resources on digging your foundation. By the time two, six months is come, he's done. He's roofed the house. He moves in. <laughs> looks at the house. I've done a good job. My house is complete. He comes and looks at you, the neighbor. <laughs> you are still digging your foundation. Look at you. And you're still paying rent. Ah. You people, you people are just do this thing sharp, sharp, and it's comfortable in his house for a moment. But you are patiently building your foundation. By the time he's living in his house for five years, you start raising your own. As you're patient, you're calculating your cost, you're seeking for resources, you're building to your bank. And after five years, ten years, he has been living in his own house for five years. By the time you want to check, go to the back behind the house. There are cracks already. Because why? The ground he built on had pores inside. It was a sinking sand. So the weight of the house cannot be held by the weakness of the ground. What happens is that the foundation, the, 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 the walls are having faults, start breaking apart. By that you raise your own. Patience is, is key with our work with God. Patience gives us time to gather strength and momentum while waiting for God's release. Patience is the fuel to this work we have with our Father. It is what takes us further. Amen. Patience engages or unlocks endurance. And in due time, the promises of God that only time unlocks or unveils or reveals is released for access. Patience engages or unlocks endurance. And in due time, the promises of God that only time alone can unlock or can reveal it is released for access. It is only through patience that we inherit God's promises. How do we know? Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. I'm closing. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. Let me read from good news while I read from King James and then we'll conclude. <coughs> Hebrews 6 verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, from Good News. We do not want you to become lazy, but to be like those who believe and are patient, and so receive what God has promised. Correct. That you don't be slothful, lazy, but be followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So, if you have faith, and you want to inherit the promises, the things that God has promised you, what do you need to add on to that? Patience. The Bible does not say through faith by patience. It says through faith 
and patience. So they are complementing each other. You cannot have faith. I, start, I said in the beginning, you cannot have faith without having hope. You cannot have hope without having patience. Same thing, I can remove hope in the middle. I cannot have faith without having patience. Amen. I have faith. Remember in Mark chapter 11, verse 19, 20, 21. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have. The that do you have it instantly? Yeah. What the Bible says in the in the verse 20, 21. Let's go there. Mark 11. Mark your Bible. Mark 11, verse 20. Let me see verse 23. Verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be, be removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. That's faith, right? But shall believe, believe his faith, that those things which he said shall come, shall come to pass. That means in the future, right? shall come to pass as patience he shall have whatever he said verse 24 therefore i say to you what things soever you desire when you pray believe that you shall you receive them and you shall have them whatever whatever things you desire when you pray believe that you will receive them you shall have it comes with patience hallelujah we have Father Abraham and all the patriarchs we know in the Bible who are mentioned, especially in Hebrews chapter 11. The Bible says, true, true faith, they inherit the promises. True faith, all of them. They inherit promises that they do not actually see, but they have had hope for it. Abraham believed what God said. Say, leave your father's uh, Genesis chapter 12. Separate yourself to a land that I will show you. The Bible says he left, not knowing where he was going to, but by faith. He went. Many of times God is calling us to walk the walk of faith. But many of us are asking God, show me the way to the end. God said, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. There's no way you can have an expectation without being patient to receive it. Hallelujah. So while you're wait, patiently waiting for the promise of God, while you're patiently waiting for the things that God has installed for you, have faith that you have them. Have hope that they will, they will never fail and be patient for God's time is always the best. We hope you've been blessed by this message from the Tower Church Gathering. God bless you.